0: This episode of the OP radio podcast sponsored by feels where are my CBD people at go to feels.com slash OP to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping feels.com slash OP this episode also sponsored by manly bands. We're talking wedding bands that are cool for guys. Matter of fact, we're just talking about really, really cool looking rings. Manlybands.com slash Opie. That's Manlybands.com slash Opie for 21% off. Manly bands, the best damn rings, period. Hey, it's Opie. What's up, brother wheeze? Congratulations on your nomination to the radio hall of fame. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today, which is, which is nothing. But that's besides the point. The fact is, you showed me how to do this, and you also almost killed me, but ah, we don't have to talk about that right now. I remember the first time I heard your voice coming from a room at the fraternity house, and I'm like, what is that God awful scratchy voice? I could do that. And that was the day that started me down an amazing career because of you, Brother Wheeze. I love you. And seriously, when you're done, turn off the lights because you are second to none, my brother. What? No, I know this was supposed to be a good thing, but the guy seriously shouldn't be driving. Cheers and welcome to my live stream. Looks like it's going to be a glory. Actually, it's a little chilly out here right now, to be completely honest. Oh, look at you with bragging rights today. Good morning, Lamb Chop. Rachel is first on the Facebook. What's up, David Strauss and Nick? How are you, buddy? Uh, oh, this is a new person, Kalo Knee. Let's say hi to Kalo lo nee, it looks like. I hope I said your name right, Brian Bernard. Of course, one of the regulars, David Turner. We got the David Albertson. We got the Leslie Larson. We got the Scott Arsenal. These are regulars, man. This is cool. Greg Buell. Uh, who else we got? Who else we got? We got. Oh, what's up, Pat Duffy? How are you? R.J. Hinters. We got Chloe Dancer checking in, and uh, we got Mex, the Mad Mexican. <laughs> To mad Mexican. I don't know. And finally, first on the YouTube, we got uh, Dreek Hart, it looks like. Uh, Well, welcome to you, uh, sir. Doggy's over there enjoying, um, I don't know, a bull dick. I think he's enjoying a bull dick right now, a pizzle. They smell horrendous. And the dog goes, mmm, death. Give me that. I need that. Uh, yay for me being being up, taking care of a sick husband, Mr. Ope. Hey, what's up, Chloe Dancer? Uh, no, you're not blocked. I love these. Am I blocked? <laughs> no, you're not blocked. I only block the people that obviously have bad intentions. I don't mind if if uh, people don't like me and they want to ask a question or two, and then I try to answer them responsibly, I guess I should say. But then you got the people. They, they have no desire to be part of our little community, and they just come in here and just – just attack, attack, attack. Those are the people i block, and that's it. Uh, it's okay if you don't agree with me. It's okay if you don't like me, but don't be a spammer, hater, please. Chloe, what's going on with your husband? He, he doesn't have the COVID, does he? That stupid COVID won't go away. But oh, the whole thing is made up. You bought into the bullshit, my friend. It's not even, oh my God, you can't even say this stuff. You get banned on YouTube. You get banned on Facebook. I literally was saying something that someone told me. So I, I, I'm, oh, my God, now I'm panicking because that's how serious uh, this whole thing has gotten. You can't give uh, you know, out false claims on your live streams, when, it, especially when it comes to the COVID. I was just repeating what someone said to me, and I just go, you know what? Have fun playing. Have fun playing. I, I, can't, I can't play that game. I believe in the coronavirus. I believe it's a real thing. I believe that I, I'm much safer because I am vaccinated. But I also believe that I should still take it very, very seriously. That's where I'm at. And, man, there are people out there. You know who they are. There's probably a few in this room right now that everything I just said, they don't believe any of that. It is exhausting. <laughs> what do you believe in? <laughs> Henry Wheeler, a couple of people came up with this, but Henry Wheeler was first. So he's on the big screen. He says, I believe I can fly. Bravo, my friend. I wish I could believe I could fly because I would try it right now. I would jump over that rail, and then I would soar. I would soar like the Eagles and do some of that soaring. Life would be much better if you could just soar. I'm saying soar a lot because it drove Carruez nuts. And if he's still around in some other form, he is very bothered right now with me going soar. I told him I like eagles because they, they know how to soar. <laughs> Red <laughs> oh my <God>. red Spaddle. <laughs> I don't have the energy <laughs> today. Red Spaddle. You know, I saw eagles recently. An eagle. Lots of them. Where? We were in uh, Philly, um, hanging with the you know the in laws, and they took us to this really cool zoo. Not the Philadelphia Zoo, another zoo in the suburbs. suburbs. And they had a, um, a wind. Ma'am, a lot of wind as I'm trying to talk about oh, eagles. God, I want you to hit my car. Oh, this dog. I'm allergic. <laughs> Jesus. I'm allergic <laughs> to dogs. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Dude, <a> <laughs> Come here. I found a spot where there's no wind. What the Fuck. I'm not going to get in a creepy quarter with the bushes with you. We look like two creeps. Well, let me tell my eagle story. All so, right, Go ahead. No, for real. It was kind of cool. Yep. <laughs> no, <it> was, <laughs> so they, in this zoo they have like a uh, eagles, right? It, no, an eagle uh, sanctuary. So it's all eagles that can't fly anymore. They had about a dozen or so, maybe closer to twenty. Can I stop you one second? Yeah. What do you know about eagles? All I know is since you started the story, you're playing with your pud. You don't stop. Get your oh, hand off your pud. I didn't mean to do that in front of you, ma'am. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> <just walked> by. <laughs> <coughs> your pud playing. I didn't play. even notice I was. I'm sorry. Okay, tell me the story about the eagle. Sweet Philadelphia, awesome. Ah! <laughs> and uh, you know they can't fly, and they take care of them there, right? And they're they're happy. They just hop around. But you got to think like an eagle wants to soar. <laughs> I want the story to be over. <laughs> no, you Eagles. <don't. laughs> <Because. laughs> you got to think they want to soar. And there they are just hopping around. So I, I actually asked a lady. She was feeding them at the time. Like, are the eagles happy? She goes, absolutely, whatever. Two quick things I learned about the eagles. How does she quick, know they're happy? She's with them. She know, She knows So she's happy. She knows their names and everything. I don't she know. She gets to go home. They're in prison. Yeah, I guess, I guess by their behavior or something, she knows they're happy. I don't know. That's a very good question because I think they just want to soar. <laughs> I'm, uh, as dumb as that sounds, much <laughs> as I hate it, I agree with you. If you're an eagle, you know. You want to soar. You want to soar. You don't want to be hopping around. Wow. I think that's a, a Kardashian. That's not a Kardashian. Love the show. They're not Kardashians. I think that's like the like the middle one. That's like the middle sister. They don't have butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Kardashians all have uh, breast implants. Oh, you licked that ice cream. All right. Oh okay. yeah, you uh, licked. Oh you, oh, you. Oh, you tripped a little on your cleavage. Oh, oh you licked that ice cream. Stop. They're kids. They're not kids. Don't do that I got to you. me. Yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm taking video right now to prove they weren't kids. <laughs> I got you. Now I know how to get you. The old pedo jokes. That'll They're not now. kids. I'll take of the man. smirk off your face. <laughs> hey man, they they came from there. Why don't we hang outside the ice cream shop and watch girls lick? Why you play with your pud the whole time? We're gonna get uh, locked up. Get your hand out of your pants. You wanna. You want to watch girls lick cones? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> not, a, not in the slightest. I, I thought it would be a great way for me and you to, bo- to bond. You could smoke outside the ice cream shop. <laughs> I smoke outside of everything. And we could fucking watch women like lick cones. <laughs> that is an awful idea. Hi. Hi, good morning. Uh, morning. Have fun at yoga. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So, uh, so I would like to soar. I was fishing yesterday just catching a, a bunch of just junk fish. I still haven't caught a striped bass this season. That's very, very embarrassing for me. And uh, the people around me, uh, my fellow fishermen out here, I, I'm still, I, I, I've been shut out. I don't know what the hell's going on at all. But as I was um, fishing yesterday, you know, the, the birds that, that can soar, they were rubbing it in because um, uh, we got birds, you know. You got birds. We all got birds. And uh, the birds head out into the ocean. They go about – sometimes they go so far, they they disappear, which is amazing to me. Imagine the stress of being a bird, and you're flying, and you really can't land on anything because you're in the middle of the ocean trying to find food for your little baby birds that are back in a nest somewhere, and you're feeling the stress of providing for your baby birds – and you're exhausted because, uh, you know, you know you can't touch down in the water, especially if the water is rough. And uh, as I'm fishing, these birds come back from the ocean. You'll see them flying and you're like, what the hell do they have in their little bird feedies? Are they called talons if it's a pigeon? I don't know. These are the things I don't know. They didn't teach me the right stuff in school. I'll just call them little birdie feats. And you're like, what the hell is in their little birdie feet? And you realize, and it, it amazes me every time I see this. But they have a fucking fish, in their little birdie feet, and the fish is like, <laughs> trying to fucking swim, and you, you yell up to the sky, going, "Hey, dummy, you're not in the water anymore." And the fish is looking down, like, "What the hell happened? I was just enjoying my life." And now I'm in the middle of the air, stuck to this bird's feet. And and they struggle and try to get away. And it's really, really sad, to be honest with you. I don't know what kind of feelings that um, fish have. I have no idea. I feel like birds have more feelings than fish. But then they say that fish absolutely have feelings. But I don't know this because they don't have eyebrows. If you don't have eyebrows, how do I know if you have feelings or not? The fucking uh, fish, when you catch them, they just go like this. They just stare at you. They don't really blink or anything. So to me, I feel like fish have no fucking feelings whatsoever. But then the scientists, oh, my God, I believe in science. And scientists, scientists uh, much greater than politicians, my friends. I am sorry, and uh, that is the truth. But, oh, science gets it wrong all the time. Well, that's what science is. They get a lot of things wrong as they work toward the real answer to a problem. What is it called? A a hypothesis? Is it a hypothesis? Oh, my God. I don't know. All I know is I feel sad for the fish as it's trying to get out of the birdies' feet. As it's in the middle of the air, moving back and forth like it's still in the ocean. But then again, you know, these birds, they, they rub it in because I'm out there casting. And th- these birds make it look so damn easy. And I need to call the authorities because these birds are, 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 are keeping fish that are not keepers. Where are their tickets? All right, I got some money coming in. I got to click on this comment. It could be ugly. Prepare yourself. It could be ugly. Uh, but uh, someone gave me $4.99. The one thing Trump did is that he didn't force the vaccine down our throats. He said, we should, we should get it and let us decide. Freedom has become a commodity. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I believe in freedom, but sometimes uh, there's things out there that I like to call no-brainers. The people that are against the vaccination thing, the vax. Now we just call it the vax. The people that are against the vax, most of those people are vaccinated. You know that to be true. Trump got vaccinated. Uh, What was the last movie you watched? I'll tell you. It was last night, Leo Oliver. I went back to 2011 and we watched Thor because uh, one of the things we're trying to do this summer, I had my kids, uh, they both made a a summer list, kind of like a bucket list of things they want to do. And some of the things are really cool. And others are, you know, just basic stuff. And my, my son wants to watch as many Marvel movies as possible. So we're uh, trying to watch them in order. And we, uh, we put in the first Thor movie. That movie wasn't believable at all. Oh, my God. There was, there was no reality to that movie. I mean, Loki, he's what? He's a frozen person or something like that. And Anthony Hopkins the father and the and the king of the of the Thor people. Like, in, in the middle of a war, all of a sudden he decides to, like, uh, take a child with them, rescue a child or something, and it's Loki, and he's one of those frozen people. That seems like it would be problematic eventually. And boy, did that come out in the first Thor movie. My goodness. That's why I like uh, unknown actors in a lot of my movies, because the whole time I'm watching Thor, I'm like, that's that's the Silence of the Lambs guy. Takes me out of the movie a little bit. I know Anthony, sir, sir, Anthony Hopkins. Sorry, sir, Anthony Hopkins is a great actor. But uh, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, that's, that's Anthony Hopkins. You're so done with superhero movies. Don't say that. This is how stupid we were. So we decided we want to watch all the Marvel movies. And my son was the one that said, hey, we're doing this wrong. We, This is the truth, by the way. Uh, decided we want to watch all the Marvel movies. So we decided to watch um, Endgame and Infinity Wars first. <laughs> and then we went back to the beginning. And then now me and my son are like, oh, now that makes sense. Oh, I see. Remember in Infinity Wars when Papa Papa happened? Well, now I understand why that happened because we just uh, saw the first uh, Iron Man movie. It puts the lotion on the skin. Right, Rachel. Uh, you tried watching Thor again. It's pretty dated. I don't. I didn't think so. I thought it is pretty interesting, though, how far we've come in movie making just in the last 10 years because uh, this movie's from 2011, and the special effects in general really, really hold up. But some of the monsters they back in 2011, they kind of moved awkwardly, uh, almost like jump cuts. It's hard to explain, I guess. You know, clunky. And nowadays, man... When those monsters move, they look way more realistic. All right, let's talk about Feels.com slash Opie. I'm talking about CBD. You go to Feels.com slash Opie to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. I'm a huge fan of CBDs, and I love Feels.com slash Opie. I got to tell you, I use the CBD, of course, to relax, Of course, to reduce anxiety, but I especially use it as a sleep aid. I take the CBD right before I go to bed, about an hour before I go to bed. It chills me out. It relaxes me, and I'm getting a better night's sleep. And I want to thank the fine people at feels.com slash Opie. Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. They make it so easy. Oh, there's no hangover or addiction. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. That is the truth. I realized after a while that I just need a little extra. And as soon as I found the right dose for me, man, I loved, loved the effects. And to help you out, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose. Help support the podcast and start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to Feels.com slash You'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's Feels, F-E-A-L-S. Feels.com slash to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash Opie. All right, we got time for one more. I want to say hi and welcome to the Opie Radio Podcast to Manly Bands. We're talking about wedding bands for guys that are really cool and very unique. They got just great rings in general. Go to manlybands.com Opie to check them out for yourself. Look, guys, for the better part of their lives, our better halves have been fantasizing about the perfect wedding ring, cod, clarity, carrot, color, you name it. And for us, not so much. And jewelry stores clearly think the same thing. Man, that's the truth. My wedding band is in a drawer. I hated it. Manly Bands, they're here to rescue you from an otherwise hellish band buying experience. Manly Bands offers your hand the freedom to look how you want it in just about every type of earthly material imaginable. I got a ring from Manly Bands. I picked out the one that's called DJ. It's a very unique, very dark-looking classy black with uh, blue on the sides. A very unique blue, by the way. It, It really pops, and I really, really like it. Start by getting the Manly Ring Sizer from Manly Bands to ensure that your ring will fit perfectly during work and play. And then once you know your size, it's time for the fun part. Manly Bands has an insane selection of materials to choose from. We're talking gold, wood, antler, steel, Dinosaur, Bone, and even the meteorites that killed them. You can also choose from one of Manly Bands' curated collections like the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel Collection. And if you already have a wedding band, you still got to check out the rings. I'm telling you, you're either going to want to switch it out or just use this ring on another damn finger. Manly Bands, they offer free shipping worldwide, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. All right, to order your Manly Band and get 21% off plus a free silicone ring, go to... Manlybands.com slash Opie. That's manlybands.com slash Opie for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best damn rings, period. Wait, 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 wait. Vinny Castiglione, Shake the Money Makers. Very no- Wait, who sings that? First of all, I was thinking Black Crows when I saw Shake the Money Makers. There's a very old Fleetwood Mac song with that other singer. Um, I forgot his name. Um uh, uh Peter Green was it Peter Green Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac is a very very different band and I highly recommend especially if you like the blues you go way 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 back and check out some Fleetwood Mac uh on the YouTube with Peter Green the original band which was very very bluesy it didn't have any of the players you know and love uh uh from Fleetwood Mac it's amazing it's the same band i think when they got Stevie Nicks and the rest of them I say the rest of them because I don't know who was in the original band anymore. Um, they should have just changed their name because the, the, the two bands are, are, are connected by name only. Their musical stylings uh, are very, very different. Yeah, check out uh, For Real Man. If you've never done it, Joshua, right on. Going to have to check out the OG Fleetwood Mac. If you've never done it, I'm telling you. Uh, you, you're going to love it, especially if you like the blues, man. They had some really cool uh, songs, and I think one was called Shake Your Money Maker. I haven't taken Vax, but honestly, only because of how annoying everyone is about it. Uh, I'm sure it's safe. I had COVID in January, and it wasn't very bad for me personally. Okay, you're, you're saying a lot of things here, sir. First of all, I, I, I believe 100% that the vaccination, uh, the vaccine excuse me, uh, for the coronavirus is safe. I believe it I will absolutely uh, give it to my kids when uh, the scientists tell me that it's safe to give it to my kids I'm not gonna wait for some dumb politician to tell me I will wait for the scientists and not just one scientist by the way and I and I got um, I got one doctor in my family so I get info from him as well so uh, between him and other scientists when they tell me it's safe to give it to my kids because they're not uh, of age, I will absolutely give it to my kids. And then, you know, to be fair, uh, I, I think it's a very, very dangerous uh, thing. But there are a lot of people that have gotten the coronavirus and they did okay with it. So that you, you do have to say that that is fair. But uh, I think if you uh, if you get vaccinated, why the fuck not? Especially with all the crap we actually put in our bodies. There's nothing crappy about the vaccine, but these people that are against it are the same people that put all sorts of garbage in their bodies. You're you're not a health nut. You're not waking up in the in the morning and having uh, the green smoothies. You're like a ham and egger that uh, that is making believe that you're worried about uh, you know what you're putting in your body. It, it doesn't match up. Oh, it's exhausting. Science. That's right, Thomas Dolby. Andy Volland, what's going on, Andy Volland? How are you? Where are you? Let me put the Andy Volland on the, uh, on the big screen. What's some of those other science songs? Gotta Go blinding Me With Science by Thomas Dolby. Ooh, I don't, I don't have songs in the science category, I just realized. Hope You're Not the Sharpest Tool in the Shed. Oh, because you don't agree with me, Henry Wheeler. Henry Wheeler says I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Probably because he doesn't agree with me. Oh, shut up. Weird Science. Uh, who did Weird Science? That's a good song and a great movie. That would be, uh, 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 oh, it's the redheaded guy. Uh, 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 I got it. I got it without even looking. Oingo Boingo did Weird Science. Oingo Boingo was a band, an 80s band. And then uh, the guy, the little weird redheaded guy, I think he was the lead singer, he uh, made a career of um, uh, coming up with songs for, for movies. He did very, very well in that regard. Mr. Roboto, that, is that a science song? Oh, my God. <laughs> that song, Mr. Roboto, now I'm talking to the older generation. That song ruins sticks. Ruined the band. Now, Mr. Roboto, John Quartz, was a massive hit for Sticks, but poor Tommy Shaw. I don't think he wanted to to make that song. I don't think he wanted to perform it in concert. So it was like a catch twenty two because um, it was a massive hit for Sticks, but uh, I don't know. I I, th- I think uh, I think the band lost a lot of credibility. Um, after they came out with Mr. Rob- Mr. Roboto, what what is doggy barking at? Let's take a look. Is he barking at imaginary people? What are you looking at, doggy? Hi, doggy. You know what he's doing lately, doggy, which is really really creeping us out. He'll just uh, he'll just start looking up at the lights in our house with total fear in his eyes. And I'm like, what is he looking at? Is he looking at another dimension? And he can't communicate with us. Can you imagine he's seeing some crazy-ass shit from another dimension and he cannot communicate this to us? But all of a sudden, we'll be getting ready for bed, and he'll just, he'll just look up like this, and his eyes get all creepy, and you can see the fear in his eyes. And then he looks down at us like, do something? And we're like, what? <laughs> What is he looking at? Brian Barkley. There you go. You got ghosts. You got ghosts, Brian uh, J. Barkley says. Uh, hey, Benjamin Tucker, BT, what's up? Just gave me $10. Uh, Doggy looks so weird without hair. Honestly, um, the hair has been growing in for, uh, I think it's three weeks today. He looks way, way better now. Way, way better. Um, but uh, he's getting there. Know no, no, it's good? Know it's good? The hair is growing back around his balls because there's nothing more embarrassing than bringing your dog out to the beach. And we know a lot of people out here. And a lot of people stop us because uh, he's kind of a cute dog. And uh, they had to shave down everything because the, the mats were so bad. And I guess the vet said, ah, might as well shave down his balls, keep them nice and cool for the summer. But he had giant – red balls just sticking out the back because they hang weird on him for some reason because I don't think they should be protruding outwards, but they did. So he's just walking around like, here's my balls. Here's my balls. And, uh, you know, you could see the looks on people's uh, faces. They're they're kind of chuckling to miss themselves. And then, you know, I'm looking out of the corner of my eyes uh, because I got peripheral uh, vision thanks to Pete Maravich and my basketball skills. And they don't think I can still see them. And I see them pointing at doggy's balls and giggling to themselves. So uh, I'm proud to say that the, the hair is uh, growing back nicely around his balls to cover them up. So we're not embarrassed anymore on the beach. But Benjamin Tucker, thank you so much for the $10. I appreciate it. I appreciate you making a few, uh, a few bucks doing this. Definitely, um, definitely motivates me. Brian J. Barkley. I'm going to pay attention to this guy. I think today is the first day that I've recognized you, noticed you, Brian. I hope you, uh, I hope you uh, check us out on a regular basis. It says, welcome to Ghosts and Dog Balls with Greg Opie Hughes. Man, I think that's going to be the, uh, the title of the next episode of the Opie Radio Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Uh, who's this guy? Uh, Shifting Currents. Good morning, everyone. Love y'all. Looking good. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying to get rid of a few pounds finally. Trying. I did all right with the COVID, though. I, most people, you know, they said the COVID-10. Pfft, most of the people I saw, they have to up that a little bit. It was the COVID easy 20. But I think I'm in the COVID-10 category. Um, so I, 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 I think I lost most of it at this point. I was definitely looking a bit on the, uh, the chubby side. I'm waiting for Doggy, by the way, to come back this way because I'm going to show you his balls. This is the beauty of checking out the live stream. Instead of listening to this on the podcast feed, you will actually get to see Doggy's balls. Don't be shy now. Go over there so you get a nice shot of your balls. Go. Yeah, over there. Oh, my God. He listened to me. All right. Let's see if we can do this. Oh, he's turned the wrong way doggy. There you go. (laughs) There he goes. There they are. (laughs) He's embarrassed. Doggy's embarrassed. All right, people like that. (laughs) Animal cruelty, Frank White says. (laughs) He looked ashamed, right? He looked a little ashamed. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Another thing, uh, congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks with the Greek freak. I was actually practicing saying his name and decided to take a, a, a pass on that. I still can't say his name. But he's a he is a good uh, representative of the NBA. Just a down-to-earth, nice guy who decided to stay in Milwaukee and not join a super team like uh, <clears throat> LeBron James. And uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are the first super team in a very, very long time to win the NBA championship. So. I am very happy for the Milwaukee Bucks. Very, very happy. And I think that's their first championship since, I'm going to go, 1971. So what? That's uh, that's 50 years, right? I think that's uh, the last time they did it. It was with Lou Alcindor. You might know him as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but that was the last time the Bucks uh, won a championship. And it was so refreshing to see a team like that that didn't build an, you know, a super team. They had a bunch of good players. They kept them together. They seemed to really, really like each other. It's very unusual for the NBA because as soon as the season's over, all these players are scrambling trying to uh, join another team to try to win a championship. And LeBron James, he tweeted something congratulating uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, and I, I couldn't help myself, and I, I wrote something like, isn't it refreshing to see a non-super team win the NBA championship? It made me happy. Kareem was still funny in the movie Airplane. He absolutely was. I mean, but he was a stiff. Athletes in movies, in general, they're stiffs. That's why you don't really see a lot of these guys moving into movies and being successful. Uh, They tried with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think he was in a Bruce Lee movie uh, because he had some karate skills. Oh, my God, did he have karate skills. But he didn't really talk a lot in that movie. They knew it was best for him not to talk a lot. LeBron James in Amy Schumer's movie, I thought he was uh, pretty good. But in Space Jam 2, I thought his acting sucked. I think Chuck Lynn is lying with this comment, but I wouldn't be surprised. He writes LeBron is in talks with uh, the Milwaukee Bucks for a trade there. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised. That's why he's not the GOAT. I'll say this every single time. Michael Jordan is absolutely the GOAT. LeBron James, I don't even uh, think is in the top five uh, greatest players of all time. Uh, uh, Michael Jordan won six championships in seven years, staying with the same team. I mean, if you're moving around to get championships, I don't think you could be in the GOAT discussion. He wasn't winning a championship with Cleveland. He searched out a team. He went down to Miami. He won two there. Then he did something absolutely amazing, and I bow to him. He went back to Cleveland, uh, Cleveland excuse me, and got them a championship. And then instead of staying there in his hometown, he's like, well, I'm done here. I want to go to L.A. And then he goes to L.A., and he wins a championship in the bubble. I don't think that championship should count. The bubble season was a bust. Uh, I knew Mex would agree with me. Thank you, Mex. Mex knows his basketball. Uh, Greg Buell, he says, I got to go. He's got to go. The robots need me. Have a great day, all. What do you mean the robots uh, need you? Are you one of those robot guys? Are you going to be responsible for the end of humanity? I'll say it again, man. I saw that uh, Ray Kurzweil documentary. He's a uh, complete and utter bore. Bore. He's uh, he he's trying to figure out how we could all live forever using uh, computers and robots. And then they talk uh, to all these uh, robotic engineers. or they I think they're scientists in, in a way and they're overseas. And, and the experts even say, stop this technology. They were really scared of the possibilities of robots. Congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks. That was uh, really, really good to see. Poor Chris Paul will be another great NBA player that never won a championship. That was his last shot. Although, don't be surprised if he signs with the the LA Lakers. But that's a guy right there. He's like, okay, it wasn't going to happen in Phoenix, so now I got to go somewhere else and, and chase a championship. I don't respect those guys. I respect the guys that and this is old school because I know we live in a, a, a new world. But I respect the guys that stayed with one team and, uh, and grew with that team. And then they get a player or two here. They get some rookies and the team gets better and better. And then when teams like that win championships, I have nothing but respect for those guys. But, man, you know, when you, when you see a team and, and, and um, their starting lineup is completely different year after year, that's – do they really give a fuck about you and the city you live in? God, no. What's the greatest basketball shot you've ever seen? Oh, my God. I would. Uh, I, I, Wow. That's a ooh, that is a great question. I mean, it's, it's got to be one of the buzzer beaters, right? It's got to be maybe a, one of uh, Michael Jordan's. Oh, man, you put me on the spot. Now I'm going to have to look up some highlights and maybe come up with an answer on a future live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua, tell them doggy balls. We said, see you later. (laughs) He's he's sitting right at my feet. I think he's really, really embarrassed. I I really think he's embarrassed. But I'm very, very happy that uh, the hair is growing in around his balls so people don't point and giggle at him on the beach anymore. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, you know what, Charlie? That's the one I was uh, thinking of right off the bat, but uh, I got to look at some highlights. But he says uh, uh, the Jordan buzzer beater versus Utah. That could be the greatest shot of all time. Uh, Oh, my God. John Koritz. Damn it. That's why I felt like I was put on the spot, but uh, we can't leave without saying this. Uh, Chris Leitner's shot in the NCAA tournament. Oh, my God. The ball was thrown the length of the court to Chris Leitner. Uh, Of Duke, He was on the, he was sort of around the free throw line. He grabbed, turned and shot at the buzzer and made that. That was, that could be the greatest shot in uh, college basketball history right there. Oh my God. I forgot all about that one, John. Very, very good. Oh, of course it was Henry Wheeler. Jordan shot was an offensive foul. Of course it was. Christian Leitner. Did I say his name wrong? Probably did. Thank you. uh, Ted Palawada. He pushed him. There's a little push off. Depends how they were calling that game. I like when the refs. All right, you might not be. Yeah, you might be right there, Henry Wheeler. But I love my basketball. And now you call me seriously, dummy, Wheeler. Let's relax a little bit here. Just relax. Now he's calling me uh, seriously dummy when I was almost agreeing with you. So he pushed off. But my my uh, my point is this. I love my basketball, and I love when the refs get the fuck out of the way and let these guys play. I love it. And were they allowing that type of shit in that game? That would be the question, my friend. So, yeah, technically maybe it was an offensive foul, but were they letting that, that type of play go? Now, if I was on sports radio – We'd go to the phones and talk about that for the next hour. Oh, my God. And we'd all be bored to tears, make believe we give a shit about sports radio and their dumb opinions. Can't be bothered with that crap. That's why I don't like uh, that guy. uh, What's his name on ESPN? uh, Stephen A. Smith. I don't like him at all because he acts like he's better than the basketball players. I'm like, hey, asshole, why don't you suit up and get out there? I hate when the sports commentators act in such a way that they think they're more important than the game itself or the players. God, do I hate that. The John Stark slam on Jordan. Wow. Being a long-suffering Knicks fan, bravo to you, Henry Wheeler. Look, we're back. You called me a dummy. We got through it. And now you're in my, uh, my good graces again because you just reminded me of the John Stark slam on Jordan. I think he did it with his left hand, too, right, if I'm not mistaken? There you go, John Mayer. Stephen A. Smith is a cop. I can't watch the guy. guy makes stupid money, but I'm like, you're not more important than LeBron James and the rest of these players? Shut up. But what do I know? ESPN loves, loves that guy. Stephen A. Smith averaged 0.6 points, LOL. (laughs) What? And what was he a player? I don't even know. I honestly don't even know. That's North Carolina music. I hope uh, I hope there's truth to your your comment because I really don't know much about Stephen A. Smith. I just know when he's on, I, I turn uh, the channel uh, most most times. I have a t- tough time watching uh, ESPN in general, Sports Center because they're all too cool for the room, man, and they all have the exact same style. They're just so casual about it, man. Ugh. Uh, Mike from Huntington, just saying hi. Love you. Oh, right on. Brother, Ken, <laughs> Ken Freeland, uh, helping me out with the Stephen A. Smith thing. 0.6 equals typing words per minute. <laughs> Ken, Ken Freeland. Congrats. You just made the Opie Radio podcast, Ken. Yeah, there you go. Man. I hate Sports Center's presentation. I really do. I just wanna I just wanna watch uh, people just being real. That's all I want in my life. People just being real. They have a style on ESPN, and they told all their hosts to that they gotta follow the exact same style. I hate that. <clears throat> Jennifer 1st I'm late. Start over. Actually, Jennifer First, I'm putting you on the big screen as I hit end broadcast. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.